Well, hello, this is Jamie Oichel from runningrestaurants.com, where we bring you the tips, tools, and techniques you need to make your restaurant more profitable and successful. Today, I've got a great one question with episode for you with Laura Yetzi of the Safranco Advisory Group, which helps restaurant owners and prospective operators buy and sell hospitality businesses. Here we go. All right, Laura, I want to talk about the question that I think is on everybody's mind, right? And that is, how much is my restaurant worth? So let's say you have a couple minutes to talk about valuation. What do you say? Well, as with any business, you can approach restaurant valuation three ways. There's the asset approach, uh, market approach, and income approach. Given the diversity of businesses in the food and drink industry, there is no single formula to best measure what a restaurant is worth. Um, there are a number of key factors that do affect the you know, value of a restaurant. They include a track record of sustainable sales growth. Obviously, we want to see restaurants that have, you know, growth year after year, um, stable earnings for the owner operator, the condition of the furniture, fixtures, equipment, and any leasehold improvements that were made to this space, as well as the lease terms. Um, turnkey restaurants and great locations are more valuable. Um, the condition of the equipment and the restaurant value you know, plays a large role in, in the price that you're you know, going to be asking or getting for the restaurant. And I mean, high rent will kill a restaurant's value. Um, rent that exceeds 10% of the gross revenues is considered excessive. So that's one thing that most buyers tend to stay away from. Sure, sure. You, so I, I think this is an interesting follow-up question uh, because in mentioning three techniques to create valuation, I'm guessing that the buyers and the sellers have a different preference for which one is used. So if I'm a buyer, what, what do you see your buyers more interested in, in uh, which, which valuation methodology do you think they care the most about when doing the transaction? So buyers, I think most buyers typically tend to lean towards the, the income approach. Um, with the income approach, you're taking a you know multiple of of your your bottom line uh, cash flow. So in an independent standalone operation, it's three and a half to four and a half times cash flow. Um, buyers like to see this because it means that the business is showing that there is a cash flow, that there is money to be made here. Most of the time, sellers don't necessarily like that approach because there's oftentimes the records aren't that clean. Or, you know, they, they may have had a bad accountant that just didn't do the best job of, you know, handling their books. So most most times I think our sellers like to see the asset approach or the market approach if they have a location that's in a, you know, great neighborhood and one, two blocks over sold for this price. They're sort of going that comparable route. Um, but asset approach seems to be the most common with sellers. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna follow up there because I'm. I'm curious. So you talked about a multiple three to four, three point five, four point five times, and if I was the buyer, that gives me a good indication. I would love to see. Hey, the place is making two hundred grand a year, so we're gonna value it at four times. I'm gonna pay eight hundred k. It's pretty straightforward. Meanwhile, the seller might have this grandiose idea in their mind. Hey, we're in a great neighborhood. I've been here for twenty years. It's worth two million dollars because. Uh, teen at uh, Tom down the street sold for three and a half or so they get those brand attachments how do you kind of go through that negotiation process in a deal what do you think so we we try to have I try to have an upfront conversation with the seller prior to listing and you know I think it's really important that you 
understand like this, this is their baby. This is their life. Like they've devoted their time and their energy into building this restaurant. You know, we've had uh, businesses that are third generation businesses that their grandfather sold. So you need to be compassionate to, to the situation, but you also need to, you know, sort of guide them down that path that this, this, I understand the emotional connection that you have to this business, but on the books, on paper, this is more of a feasible number. Yeah. And uh, I don't, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? I don't uh, want to put myself in that place. Those can be some, some tricky conversations and emotional, I guess is the right word there. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's obviously an emotional process when folks are looking for an exit. Hopefully it's uh, a positive exit. You've built a business and it's time to move on. Uh, versus uh, obviously sometimes they're they're negative exits where someone has to get out for for various circumstances. But uh, if it's if it's the, if it's the former, you want to build your business up. You want to have all the pieces in the right place, and obviously you want to maximize your sale price. So Laura and her team can absolutely help with that. So so that was Laura Yetzi of the Sofranco Advisory Group. Uh, you can find them on the web at www.sofrancoadvisors.com. For more great restaurant marketing, operations, service, people, and tech tips, stay tuned to us here at runningrestaurants.com. We'll see you next time.